0: And
1: nothing happens. I can hear it. I can hear.
0: Sounds like the select screen in a Resident Evil game.
1: (laughs) Roll. Roll tape. Uh, yeah, let's let's see if that stays in the recording. (laughs) Hello everyone. Welcome to the twenty twenty four reboot of the chinwag. Um, I, I guess I'll just keep talking and introduce folks. How you going, Dave? Oh, I couldn't be better right now. Lovely to hear, Shane. How's the uh, the oven that you're recording from?
2: Oh, it is sweltering, bloody hot here, and uh, it's good to be back in 2024 for season 14.
1: Season 14. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes have we? Have we even had 14 episodes? Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I had two.
0: Had two episodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: And G-Money, how you doing, bud?
0: Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Lovely to speak to everybody in 2024.
1: Uh, which this will probably come out in 2025 based on our previous if, um If efforts. ever. <laughs> <Yes>. If ever. <laughs> um, So anyway, we've decided that we're going to, I guess, be a little bit more serious. And by that, I mean some level of seriousness regarding the podcast over the next, until we get sick of it. Yeah. Um, So this will be the second episode of 2024 after our top 13s on our last episode, which makes no sense if you're listening to me to explain that now, because you would have seen that that episode already came out. Point being, we're rebooting, we're starting again, we're certainly not going to be any better, we're just going to try and be a bit more regular, but, um, you know, take some more brand and make it work. I think try being the
3: operative word, because we've tried in the past.
1: Yes, yes. We weren't intentionally shit. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> happened byproduct. Works. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really
0: try a lot, to be honest. <laughs> no.
1: This no, is not going to anything. Either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, we thought tonight uh, no, it's just the four of us, uh, Joe and Helen are absentees, but um, we'll hopefully get them on the next few episodes. But in the meantime, we just sort of talk about our Januarys and slash Decembers uh, since we last caught up and what we got played over the holidays, what we caught up, what we did, um, and I guess probably the easiest way to start with that is that all of us, including Helen and Joe, um, were involved in one epic eleven-hour eight-player Ti Four game at Dave's house, which was pretty pretty awesome. Um, anyone want to elaborate on their uh, their Ti Four adventure from that game? No.
4: Nah.
0: Helen did really know. well. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Helen. Helen played really everybody. well.
2: Helen just yeah annihilated everyone. <clears throat> but and I mean, we knew going in, like
3: everyone's like we-, Helen's gonna win, and she's like, nah. Yeah. We're like, all eight of us are going, yeah, Helen's gonna win. She's like, like, nah, yeah. and then she fucking wins by like five points. Like, it wasn't even close.
1: I haven't <laughs> played with Helen a lot, but every time I play with her, she gives off the vibes. That she's not enjoying it and she's doing poorly, and she always wins. <laughs> <laughs> just know, is it just me? <laughs> no, no, no. no That's. I mean, we haven't played co-op
3: games with Helen. To be fair, like we're playing aggressive, you know, combat games usually. But yeah, she doesn't hold back.
2: I was going to say, can Helen do no. co-op? I've got to say, like yeah. as always. There's always a good stories and lots of stories that come out of playing TI4 and Steve fucked me over once again
1: <laughs> <laughs> for the second time running. Hey, it was probably a it's day then, like Steve. Glass houses, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> seriously. Me. You sat next to me with your entire <laughs> army right <laughs> next to my home base for half the game and I didn't touch you. Yes. Yeah. And, and you whispered – you and your little whispers with Joe – Clearly yes. plotting against me because Joe, Joe, didn't, Joe you, knew my friend. I would have had yes. a very dire end of that game. <laughs> no, no, Joe.
2: Joe knew I could take your whole home base, and I did. I said I can't be that person. I can't do it to him. I, I had the ability to take your whole home base at one point. He said, "Just do it,
1: do it, do it. It'd be awesome." Yes. No and- shit, Sherlock. Because you knocked all of my guys out on the on the previous acts. And I went, <laughs> I can't do no it. To him.
2: <laughs> but I like I like the fact that I ended up um, trading off uh, my dread. What uh, was my, my, my Death Star to Dave, so that he could have the ability to make his, which he then traded to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You defensively. Then you then you use that to destroy me. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. And that's why yep. I said, yeah. you know.
3: Total it's fun, the circle of life. Yeah, yeah it is. Just... Kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: thank you, Simba. Uh, uh, yeah. It was
3: good. But yeah, there was, in eleven hours, like, it didn't feel like eleven hours. It was, it's no, one, it it's really always mean. one of those games it just doesn't like you know, you play for eight hours and you're like shit, have we started already? Like
4: hmm. yeah. yeah.
2: No, it was good fun.
3: Such a good game. And uh i you know, i s I've
2: assigned myself once a year to play that game, once a year only. And it's always at a Dave event. Uh, so, if someone else invited me to another game of it, and I said no, nope, I've already played my game for the year. And I got my next one booked in. Well, that was twenty twenty
3: three. You played right? Yeah, so my twenty twenty
2: four is already booked in for this
4: year. Yeah, at the end. Cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, not Speaking including of, online. Because you get invited to play, Shane. Have you got a? I I, I, I remember something quite hilarious happening at the uh, at the game day two days later.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, there was probably a couple of things that happened at the game day two days later. So we are at the, uh, the Eve of Eve at the community place. Uh, awesome turnout too, um, uh, having, you know, what 80 plus people there, um, you know, playing games and having fun. But, uh, you know, shit real confusion. Um, <laughs> someone came up to me and uh, very energetically said, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. You know, I bought it today. He you said you'd play it this year with me. And as soon as he said it, a massive thunder strike. A thunder
1: <laughs> It was huge.
2: And I just pointed up to him and I said, nope, the gods have spoken. We are not <laughs> playing that bloody game. So, that was
1: the only loud clap of thunder we had the whole day.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it was at that point, <laughs> literally at the point where he was asking me to play the game. I went, no, nah, no! Nah, nah. Someone upstairs told me, bad news. And... Uh, you know, it's amazing so, how many how many shit real
3: <laughs> confusions you see on Marketplace for sale. So, <laughs> so I've got to say, uh, Shane, I, I probably started that. I got a coffee off Tony and I'm like, hey, I heard uh, I heard Shane wants to play. <laughs> <rear of controls." laughs> and he goes, really? I thought he didn't like it. I'm like, oh, he mentioned he might play it this year. <laughs> <laughs> You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry.
2: Oh, look, I will, I will, I will do the right thing by him. I have promised I will play it with him. So, Tony, we will play shit real confusion at some point in 2024.
0: Why would you do that to yourself again, though? <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I did it with city big shoulders. So you just never know, right?
0: Indeed. I was yeah. there. No. I was there when you went through that. Yeah, I know. And you knew. I hated <laughs> you were it too. not. You were <laughs> no. not happy. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yeah. At one point, I'm pretty sure you looked at me and you said, help, get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I was
2: actually uh, trying to write something in the carpet so that someone could see from up in space to help me. Or but... someone
0: <laughs> would know your last message because you died there. Yeah, never yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it
2: was the worst game.
0: Oh, I, I had a good fun
2: that. It wasn't it. the worst game, but anyway. Yeah. You had a good fun game?
3: Yeah, I, I played with Tony in... And Helen and a few other people at the um, LXG retreat last year and it was an enjoyable experience. Like I think it's just the the people and the timing. Like yeah, yeah. I think you were playing it where you were drinking and you're playing it in between other games and, and with people that didn't know what they were doing and no one paid attention. Like my game, but I think everybody was so into it that they was just literally like throwing things at each other across the table. So it was kind of enjoyable. Mm. No, no, there was no drinking when we were playing that game. This group didn't <laughs> drink with.
0: Just, okay. just, tears. Was just
3: tears. tears. Maybe you should <laughs> have been
0: drinking. I should
2: yeah. have been drinking. Yeah, should have been drinking. Um, it usually drink helps uh, But uh, I was trying to think what else we played on, on on that day. There was lots of lots of games we played that day. It was, it was a really good day at the TCP. It
1: was. It was a great day. It was. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to be down there. obviously over the Christmas break and. Um, I turned up with my whole, my brother, my sister my sister in law, my nephew, and my wife, and we played, and my son better include him, I guess. Um, and we played Last Light, which was awesome. We played uh, Game of Thunder Road Vendetta, which um, is like I'm going to get that tattooed on me soon, I think. Um, but it was, it was one of those things where I, that game I, I want to show it to everyone, but I always worry that it's like. Maybe a Eurogamer is just not going to like it because it's just too crazy and it's essentially a roll-and-move game. And, and, and my nephew is a Eurogamer and my brother pretty much is as well. Um, and they loved it. They just It was just ridiculous. It was, it was, that was probably the most ridiculous game of that I think I've ever had. Um, and we, you, know, you know you're doing – and the same with Last Light. You know you're having a good game of something when other people are just randomly coming over and watching you play for 15 minutes. And that happened in both of those games. So um, that, that were great, two fantastic games, followed by possibly the worst game of TO that I have played. Like an enjoyable <laughs> game of TO, but a game where I sucked so hard. And it was the funny that was that was like a moment for me because it was it was with um, uh, Shane and Ingrid and and y- and yourself, Shane. So two Shanes. Um, and it was just so funny because they're like, oh, we want to play T.O. with the T.O. master, like I'm some sort of genius or something. And I'm like, yeah. "It's just my favorite game. It doesn't mean I'm good at it. But the first turn, everyone's taken like, oh, I'll just get some wood or I'll just get some stone. And I've gone, all right, well, I'm going to lock my dice here, which gets me this, which moves me on that track, and i bit build that and get this, and I claim this discovery tile. And I get nine points. And they're all just like, oh, shit.
2: We did. We all went. <laughs> we are. we we instantly just looked at each other and went, "Where fuck?"
1: <laughs> but I lost. I came last in that game by a fair distance. Like I, it was. I couldn't get anything going, and everyone, and Ingrid just smashed everyone. She nearly lapped me in the end. It was just like I, I was like, maybe there's, you know, when there's too much pressure. Like oh, I had, I had to had to be the be the uh, the Tio guy, and I ended up absolutely just an played a dreadful game and there's this great photo. I didn't take any photos of the day, but I don't know who took the photo. Maybe it was Ingrid. I'm not quite sure who took it, but it's just me looking at my board and you can see the look on my face. It's like, what (laughs) the fuck have I done today? I don't understand. (laughs) So great. So great. Yeah,
2: no, it was a good game. Any moments from you, you, Dave, and G from your TI event?
3: The TI, look, the TI, like, TI was great. For me, it was the first of a series of three all-day events that I had in pretty quick succession there. Um, The community of day was really good, but I wanted to give a special shout-out to Joe, who donated about four hours of his life that he's never going to get back and tried to teach me and Phil and Stu uh, Voidfall from scratch, not actually having a super clear idea on how to play it himself. So the setup. And the unboxing took about an hour and a half, which we sort of s- struggled through. And if you haven't played Voidfall, it's a fairly complex one. It's a um, mind clash games, relatively new, a lot of complexity in the setup and the play style and the resource management. And there's a scenario book that goes along with it just to actually set up the base game. So by the time we'd set it up, worked through the rules and had our player boards all ready to go, Joe actually had to leave so he's like okay i'll just call my wife and get like another hour and <laughs> then tried to talk us through the first couple of turns and we, we didn't even get through a whole like round so you know, the game is three rounds long we didn't even finish one round it was four hours and he's like oh, i gotta go thanks anyway but
2: <laughs> so wow
3: it kind of it was a it's a tough situation i think but in the end it was enough for me to actually get the game out. And then I went and played two rounds of it or sort of walked another group through two rounds of it two days later. Um, and it's, it's good. Like we spent nearly eight hours and and a couple of days after that playing two whole games of it, we played through the tutorial, we played through a, a random setup game and it's deep and complex and very good. And there's lots going on, but, um, I, I don't know. It's, what do you think, Jim? It's going to be hard to get out and actually give it another go, I think.
0: It's it's just like a clip second, Sun, but there's oh, no yeah. player interaction. Oh, oh, it's right. just, it's oh, just right. you. So solo, you know, almost solo It's game. It's virtually so, like, solo playing it, but it's kind of the same thing. Uh, there is a little bit of fighting, but it's not really... Like, you wouldn't really want to fight someone else because it's all predetermined. Every fight is predetermined. There's no gotcha. Like... If you if you attack me, I know you you, you lose. Right. So it's very much like a, you just weigh up what options you've got, and where you get the most points and things. So I, I loved it. I reckon it was amazing. But um, I think it would be an
3: incredible solo game because you've got the board element. So the whole game is your like an abandoned or a sort of ignominious little house trying to fight back against the void who've taken over most of the galaxy and pushed everybody out to the fringes. So you all start in the corners and you've got to try and fight into the void who are the board-controlled element, and you know exactly how they're going to come back and kill you and every turn they get to fight you. So you can sort of plan against them and you very rarely actually have to even interact with the other players, but you can if you wanted to. Uh, it's just not good for you or them. You're better off fighting the board and expanding your empire that way.
1: Full on. I did. I must say it was quite hilarious because I had my drinks upstairs in the fridge. So every now and again I'd come up and get a drink. And Phil was there, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Phil was there. Yeah. And he was, he was up there. And it was just like every time I walked in, there was like Joe heading the rule book, Dave looking at the board, trying to figure stuff out. And Phil's just sitting in his seat, looking off into space, like why am I here?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he was always up for a chat when I walked past. Yeah. <laughs> he was just looking for an escape. Uh, that's <laughs> right. yeah. It was enough for me to walk past and go, "Gee, I'm glad I didn't put my hand up for that." But I like, I'm sure it would have been good. But yeah, that, you guys, it was didn't look like it was the most enjoyable four hours either. It was seemed like it was very hard work at that point. <laughs>
3: And that's what I was talking to G-Money about. So we put probably 10 hours of training into actually being able to play the wow. game. It's one of the only games I've ever had that sort of entry requirement. I think you, it, like nobody I know, um, with the exception of some very special people, would be able to pick up that rule book and play that game. You, you've got to watch videos. Then you've got to watch playthroughs. Then you've got to actually play through it. And then you've got to... Even with the tutorial, there's probably... 20 or so steps that say, don't play this in the tutorial, play this in every other game. So oh, you're wow. reading through the how to play guide and it's telling you stuff that you need to know, but not yet. So the wow. the intro game, um, I think everybody kind of enjoyed it and we got through it and we, we understood what we needed to do. And I think the real payoff was then everybody set up and played their own unique game with asymmetric powers and with the building of the galaxies out a little differently. Um, and I think that's, like, you've got to capitalise on that. You've got to actually use that invested time to be able to then play the game again because what's going to happen, I can see it already, is we'll all just put that game back on the shelf for another six months and we'll, we'll go to look at it and nobody know how to play it and we'll just sort of yeah. never play it again. Like, so I,
1: these guys are all struggling through the teach uh, the, or the learning of the game, Jimmy? you were at the Board Game Barbecue game day. What, did you guys, what, did you, what were you playing there?
0: Um, so I I went in and I taught Nucleum and it was a lovely, lovely group of people. They very didn't need hardly any teaching, because I just went, Have you guys played uh um Brass? And they went, Yep, have you played Braj? Yep. Okay, cool. It's kind of those two. And then <laughs> that that took just I think three and a half hours, I think. Um it, they all did really well. Then I was gonna taught then I was gonna teach Terraforming Mars. But um the three people that had signed in, they unfortunately had to leave early. And just when I was packing up, um, a lovely couple had wandered in, and they were like, oh, we saw you got the yellow shirt on. Um, we just got here. We've never been to one of these before. What do we do? And I, in my infinite wisdom, said, would you like to play a board game? Uh, oh, <laughs> Which I awesome. think is the most stupid response, given the time and place. And um, I think I sat with them and another guy for 10 hours. Wow. And, oh cool. And taught, taught about five games. I taught Architects of the West West Kingdom, um, Lost Temples of Arnak, Santorini, um, plus a few other games here and there. And oh, they played awesome. they played two rooms in a boom with forty people. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Like max count, max count that they had a they had a ball. There was a point where they were still trying to smash out the best they could in Arnak and i was like they were like what do we play next and i was just like i just me- mentioned to you it is 10 p.m. and they went what <laughs> our cat's going to be so angry <laughs> 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 and then they packed up but they it was magic we just yeah i think we just had a ball and it was just like 10 hours went like nowhere so Ooh. and then i died because i taught like 5 6 games yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then everyone was like, Why are you grumpy? at like one AM <laughs> <laughs> But how awesome for those two people to rock up a game day and the first
2: person they made you. They could ask. I think everyone anyone had better. a good time, yeah. They couldn't ask for anyone great. better. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's brilliant. I um I at the T C P game day, I was um I got coaxed into playing Age of Steam with Joe. And uh, loved it. Really, really enjoyed Age of Steam. Um, it was my second play, so, and I hadn't played it for a couple of years, so I I kind of forgot a couple of rules until about halfway through, and then I went, oh, shit, I remember that now. And then I started trying to play catch-up, and you know, I knew my game was screwed after that when you're trying to play catch-up in that game. Hmm. Um, and then I, I taught Ingrid and Shane um, Nova Roma, uh, which is a new game by Stanislav Kordinsky, who did Endless Winter. Um, and that's just basically a a big point salad euro puzzle um where you're kind of using the targi mechanic. Um and that was that was awesome. It's such a good game. Um it's probably one of my favourite games I've played all year. Um and then T.O. with you, Steve. That was fun. Yep.
4: <laughs>
2: um that was awesome. Yeah. God, that game's underrated. It's just stupid fun. Mm. Really enjoyed that game. So that was my TCP day. Um, but I've been playing a buttload of Nova Roma. Um, uh and um, to the point where Lauren even joined a four-player game with Ingrid, me, and Shane. So. Shane, Shane, Ingrid, and Lauren, um, and uh, two and a half hours. And Lauren said,
4: yeah, I like it.
2: – don't like the two and a half hours, but uh, <laughs> yeah. she didn't mind it. And, uh, and then I played it solo, which has been really good fun. But I think the best thing for me that's happened in the TCP day was that I now have a loaned copy – of City of the Big Shoulders, thanks to Mr. <laughs> Stephen Shivers. And uh, the next day I found a solo variant for it. So printed it all out, laminated all the cards, laminated all the calculators that come with it, then spent probably about an hour and a half playing it solo, realized, no, nah, this is broken. Needs it needs a few other things added to it, in you know basically an Excel spreadsheet calculator in the background to work out <laughs> all the other share. If share any game price.
3: is is screaming out for an Excel spreadsheet, it's City of the yes. Bejeweled. It, it, yeah. it does exist. It does exist.
1: <laughs> uh, there the is whole one. solo is
3: just a spreadsheet, right?
1: Yeah, you can actually just play it on Excel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not we're not we're not on uh, we're not on BGA anymore. We're on yeah. just download yeah. this XLSX file and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, because yeah, because it tells you don't worry about you know what are the what the um the companies are doing for the AI player, but then you're like all you're trying to do is beat your own score. I, I actually want to beat the AI players, so mm. so you're not actually calculating the value of the shares for the AI players. So that's okay. I'm gonna
1: work on that myself. I had to. It was was quite funny because I I decided to give it to Shane because I was. um, It just hasn't been getting played out here, Um, and it's the the one time it's hit your table, is one more time than it's hit the table for probably two years. Um, But it was like I, I, I had to stop myself. But I feel like I still overdid it when I gave it to Shane. I was. I was. I was very happy to give it to Shane. But I was also very quick to point out that it was a loan. And after after a few times, I'm like, I need to stop talking because now it sounds like I'm I'm pushing this too hard. Like it's like I'm giving you this, but here's my list of conditions (laughs) that go (laughs) along with it. (laughs) You got to stop, man. You just got to you got to move on with your life. (laughs) It's it's going it's going to a better place for the time being. (laughs) Because I did the same with.
3: So I had the the essential edition, like the full all in. And we played it once and it didn't sort of click with the group. And I saw Liam Mack was actually looking to buy a copy. So I said, okay, here here you go, Liam. Like, you can have it for what I paid for it. However, the condition is if you ever want to sell you have to sell it back to me.
4: Yeah.
3: I I would like it back at some stage and I'll give you back the exact same amount of money that you gave for it. So it's like a a loan with a bond. (laughs) And if you never give it back, well, that's fine too.
1: Well, in realistic terms, the only reason I made those agreements with Shane is because I didn't want to see it on the board game marketplace in six months. Like the oh, first, oh, wow. oh, no, wow. oh, no, he wouldn't sell wow. it. He'd give it away. Oh. Give it away.
2: That's harsh.
4: Ooh, <laughs> Man, I People, too low a people,
2: people don't yeah. learn from their mistakes, Steve. <laughs>
3: <Right. Yeah. laughs> hey, the other thing that I ended up doing on the um, community place day, which I forgot, is the blood on the clock tower um i hadn't played that before and i I took my nine-year-old daughter along because she's got a hankering for one night ultimate wealth and so we're all getting quite sick of playing it with her so i thought i'll (laughs) take her along to game day and she can you know grab some randoms and have a game of it anyway so we're sitting around waiting and the the clock tower people need a couple extra people so we jumped into that and it was quite a fun experience hadn't hadn't played a sort of big uh game open at a game day like that with a bunch of people. So it was really enjoyable. But, yeah, my daughter had an awesome time playing that. We played two games of that and she loved every second of it. And that's great. Yeah. And you could just see the adults sort of toning down their language and their like, style of <laughs> aggressiveness a little bit, but not too much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, funny story. We uh, My brother brought that up as well and we played it on New Year's Eve. My whole... all of my family came over to our apartment on New year's eve to watch the fireworks and all that and we set up a game at a clock tower so i think it was 14 or 15 of us um something like that and um like that game if you run it it goes for like what 45 minutes to an hour it's not too long but it's my family like to talk surprise surprise um and Specifically, some members of our family like to play the game. So the fact that you can break off and have these little chats, some people wanted to do that like for an hour each round. And it, um, <laughs> so during the during the second round, Helen and Heidi got sick of all of this chatting and waiting for the game to start, that they started making a pavlova in the kitchen. <laughs> and um, we just we come back, Mark's running the game and he's like, I've had some wild things that happened in Blood of the Clock Tower, but I've never had a timeout for a Pavlova. <laughs> that's, that's you. <laughs> but it went for hours. It was it was entertaining, um, but my brother in law Dave, who is not a board gamer, he he jumps in every now and again, but he's he's not. This isn't anywhere in his wheelhouse. He was just sitting on his chair, looking like an old man uh, watching the cricket. You know, like he looked like he was half asleep. He wasn't really paying attention, but he was there. Um, and whenever he had to he raised his hand to vote but he never said a word basically for the whole night <laughs> he just sat there um, but everyone else was fairly well into it and uh, it was a good it was a good story like that you know we had um one person who had all this information but was either drunk or um or um had a spell on them pretty much every single round so they kept on getting conflicting information and it was yeah it was great but it was it was the longest game of clock tower that i've ever Seen or been involved in, but uh, yeah, the fact that you got two in in probably less time is, is a good yeah, indication.
3: Like our, our GM, <laughs> after the first round, he gives five minutes for discussion. of the first round, it was 90 seconds for any pre, pre- round. Oh, wow, wow, <laughs> so, yeah, you're not making yeah. a pavlova in 90 seconds, but oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: but I was quite impressed with my daughter, so there was a, a point where someone was accusing her, and so. She's nine and she's playing the game, you know, full-grown adults. And there's another lady who's probably, you know, mid-20s and she was relatively small uh, in comparison. So the guy goes, oh, the two small people over there, they're the sus ones. <laughs> and she goes, oh, you're talking to me. He goes, yeah, you're, you know, the short one. She goes, oh, well, at least I've got an excuse. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, <woo. laughs> right eh? <laughs> Well said. Oh,
3: yeah. when fist bumped her like, yeah probably just, just tone it down a bit, you don't need to sass the adults. <laughs> no, 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 you keep going.
1: That's great. That's uh, fantastic.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Was she was she a uh, bad person?
3: No, no, she um
1: uh.
3: I can't remember the name, but it was the one that you get to nominate somebody once and they just die? If they're the oh, bad yeah, right.
1: Yeah,
3: yep. The Reaper or something? I don't come remember me. But yeah, yeah so she had that. Maybe
1: or something? Yeah.
3: Yeah, she just stands up something, at once. Yeah. And I said, you need to do it now because so they've got to kill you next turn. And she's like, oh, okay, I think it's them. And they're like, no, nah, it's not me. She's like, oh. <laughs> 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 so, worth a shot. But yeah, it was good fun. What
0: have you been up to, Steve? You've been playing a lot of games
1: lately? Uh, loads. It's 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 almost been the a board gaming renaissance, I guess. Like, I just – I haven't played this many games in this short of a time for years. Um, and it's been awesome. Like, it's, it hasn't been the usual suspects both in games and in people I'm playing with. Like, obviously being down in Brisbane helped a lot with that, but I got to catch up with Liam and play a game with Liam face-to-face, Um which Did Liam play was, Gloomhaven? We, No, we didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Liam's part of our Gloomhaven crew. He's He's the main – He's the head honcho in our Gloomhaven crew. But that was actually a really cool night because it was Liam and it was my nephew, Mick. And that was the first time I've ever been at anything with Mick without his parents, my brother. Like, it, it, it's, it was just Mick, Liam, and I. And you could tell that he just, he loved that too. Like, he loved being just one of the other adults. He's 18. He's at uni. He's, you know, well, he's 19 now. But, um, yeah, like, he just loved being one of the adults. Yeah. Um, and uh we so we played we played um of course um Thunder Road vendetta um but then Liam taught Ra and that's a really great game that I can't believe I've have missed all of these years um I'm really glad I got a copy and we played it again since um but that's that's uh, have any of you guys played Ra no but it's on yeah. my list
0: this year no it's on my list too i think they're yeah, not they this year
1: well, I think they've done one because I' I've did, got the yeah. yeah, I've got a fancy version, but not the fancy fancy version. um but there's a like a super everything wooden kind of yeah. crazy version. Um, so yeah, that there was that. and then um then we played uh, Cthulhu Death may die, which i I have not enjoyed any HP lovecraft uh, themed board games pretty much at all in the hobby i have have there been a blank spot for me, whether it's. You know, any of the Arkham Horrors, Eldritch Horrors or Elder Sign or whatever. I've never liked any of them. and But I just, everyone kept talking about this game and people that I like similar games to, like other YouTubers and whatnot that um, I, I follow. And I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. And of course, because it's a come on game, you don't just go, oh, I'll go and buy that $30 game. You buy $280 worth of shit. Um, and it turned up and I'm like, oh, geez, if I made a mistake. And then we played it and I'm like, nah, this is awesome. This is great. We've, and I've played that probably four or five times since. And it's it's just a really, really nifty way of telling the story but um, and also pretty much right from the start, it's like giving you that that tension of, you know, am I going to go insane? Am I going to get killed? Like Raf and I played it twice today. I and mean, the reason we played it twice is that we died after five minutes in the first one. And then we're like, well, let's reset and do that again. And let's not... Just walk in there and try and kill everything on the first turn. Let's move away and think about things for a minute, so we can we can make a better run of it. So it's, it's been awesome.
2: That that game um, is such a great game, though. I, I play it with Anita and Cass. Anita's got the full yeah. blinged out version, all painted minis, and I, I'm I'm always the little girl who's just super powerful. Oh right? God, i have been
1: today. She, she was just awesome.
2: Annihilates anyone that walks <laughs> in the room and uh oh. it's such a good game so when we used to have our Friday night game nights here and um we were doing just different it's just brilliant and uh, every yep, little girl comes out on the map and just obliterates people it's such a good I, game
1: I think that that the 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 text really helps that game too because it's she's one example but um some of the ways that they describe the characters it's it's clear it's very pulpy it's 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 clearly not taking itself too seriously. Like there's one character, I can't remember what their name is, but she's just got two axes. (laughs) And basically if you read the blurb, they're like, we don't know much about her. We just know that she really likes to use her axes. And hopefully it's going to be on the cultists and not on us kind of thing. Like she's just some crazy lady who throws axes everywhere. Um, And then there's one guy who can't die. And he's just like, Oh, I'm so over this. They're going to kill me again. I'm going to come back. Like, you know, an old, an old guy yelling at a cloud kind of person. It's it, it's it's very well done. Um, and, and the other game that probably deserves a mention is um, uh, I when I was in Brizzy, I obviously did the whole vault games and mind games thing, and I was so disappointed that I couldn't spend money. I know that's crazy, but, you know, you look forward to going to them, but I just I couldn't find anything that I really wanted, and I was and I was chatting to my brother. I'm like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, that's all right. I've got plenty of games to play. I bought a bloody ton down. And um, he's like, oh, why don't you go over to More Than Meatballs? And I was like, isn't that just like someone's apartment? You order online and you go and pick it up from their apartment. He's like, oh, no, it's been a store for like two years now. So I jumped on the train and headed over to the valley and um, went to the shop. And I bought uh, the Castles of Burgundy Special Edition um, without the acrylic tiles because I didn't have them. I would have bought them if they did, let's be fair. Um <laughs> And I've, because Joe, um, the guy in Emerald that I play games with a bit, he he taught me the game again, because I'd played it before, but I'd really struggled with the colors, um, being colorblind, but um, he taught it and I really enjoyed it. And then I actually, and, and I know Shane, I know you've just gone all out and bought the um, acrylic tiles, so I hope I'm not um, upsetting you here, but I actually think I prefer it without the acrylic tiles. Because on the back of the tiles, if they're not acrylic, it actually explains what every tile does. Like it tells you – it gives you a full breakdown of what that tile does. So you don't need to go looking for a, like a, a sheet to find exactly what the buildings do. You literally pick it up, read it, and put it back down. And it's like it's just made it, – it I found it really easy to teach because when people say, what does that building do, you go just flip it over and read it and it'll tell you. Yeah,
4: um,
2: Awakened is... Awaken Realms put out a sticker sheet that you could oh, download right. okay. and then – print out and then you can stick on the back of the acrylic tiles. But you got you got the player yeah, right. aid. The player aid actually explains it pretty well.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's fine too. Yeah, it, it does. It says everything that's on the back of the thing, so it's just and it's all in one place. So it's very well set out to either way. I just quite like that. Oh, I don't know what that tile does. Pick it up and read it. it you know, it's you don't have to find it on a sheet or anything like that. But either way, um, it's been really good and Helen likes it, Raf likes it. We've played it a few times since then and that's what I mean, it's been a weird time um, in the last sort of four weeks, where I've hardly played any of the games that saw regular board game time prior to yeah this this holiday period, so it's been it's been nice, it's been different. That's so, awesome. Anyway, it's a very long answer to your question, G Money, but yeah, uh, loads of games being played, and oh, I probably should mention that Raf and I started and finished the Undaunted North Africa campaign. We finished it today, so oh wow. Um, onto onto Undaunted Stalingrad next, so.
2: Um, yeah. I, for Christmas, Lauren and the boys bought me the upgraded, upgraded tiles, so I actually have the minis, instead of oh, so yeah. I've got the acrylic tiles, but now they've got me the minis, um, there's, a, there's a board game store in, in Adelaide, I should give them a plug, because they're excellent, like a couple of days I had the delivery, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I can't remember what they're called now though, but uh, they had it on sale for 159 bucks. Uh, the upgraded minis for it. So, I've got yeah, nice. a Big box uh, full of uh, ships and cart and like all these different types of properties and piggies and cows, etc. So, I'm looking forward. I haven't played it yet.
1: Yeah, it's just really good. And it's like all the expansions. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll just, oh, yeah. we won't play with all of them. But it's so easy to, like, most of the expansions are just like out of tile. Or add this little tiny thing into the game. Add this extra building. There's, there's nothing that's it's like I haven't done the wine one yet. The the vineyards no, expansion.
4: Apparently
1: everything really else we play with everything else. Yeah, yeah. I, so it's yeah, great.
2: I had a a day here, and uh, Ingrid and Shane came around. It's actually it's been a bit of an Ingrid Ingrid and Shane Christmas and New Year's really. We've <laughs> played quite a few games with them both and. Uh, I play. I got Apiary um, over Christmas, and um, Lauren and I played a two-player game of that. Lauren really enjoyed it. Um, really simple tile laying, upgrading bees, hibernating bees, bringing bees back into the game, um, and you know, big point salad puzzle, and um, taught Shannon Ingrid. What I really like about Apiary, I think Tapestry does this as well. It's like a one-page how to teach.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, cool.
2: And you can actually just run through step by step. You're done in about five ten minutes. You can you've taught the game. Um, so um, I, I thought I'll teaching Shane and Ingrid. I thought I'll, I'll run through that. Um, I'm pretty sure they enjoyed it because we haven't played it since. But uh, because we've been playing a bit of Nova Roma together. So Hmm. that's been a bit of a game that we've decided to play. But APR is good. I just need to paint my bee.
1: That's my next mini that I'm going to paint. (laughs) That'll be some of the easiest painting ever, right? You just go like yellow stripe, black stripe, yellow stripe, black stripe. No one's done that. Just
3: don't mess with the beekeeper.
2: Everyone's done the really weird-looking bees, like different colours, bright (laughs) colours. I'm I'm figuring just black and yellow. and No, (laughs) we won't mess with the beekeeper.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. Couldn't be, couldn't be any easier to paint that.
1: Uh, yeah. just yeah. I don't know. No, the cost of paints though, it's a, it's a bit of a sting.
4: Yeah.
1: There's oh. a sting in the tail. Yeah. <laughs> That's not very good. I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, you will not. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: well, uh, I think it's I more later was... on
3: we can edit them in. <laughs> One of the other non-board game related most enjoyable things I did over the break was uh, go and see the beekeeper movie with G-Money. And if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favour and waste, you know, 20 bucks and two hours of your life that you'll never get back. But it is horrible, (laughs) dumb, enjoyable action movie with bee
4: puns.
3: (laughs) (laughs) At one stage, a guy who looks like a bee with like spiky hair and yellow Says, "Oh, to be or not to be," and Jason thinking oh, no. "I choose to be." He did not,
4: he did not.
1: Yeah, oh yeah <laughs> uh, It's just like another Tremors, where you just watch it for the for the lols. It's like it'll it's a like
3: a a Hick version of John Wick.
1: Yeah, it's the meth.
0: It's the meth version of
4: John
3: Wick. <laughs> 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 it's got the best ending ever. Yeah, no lead in, yeah. no ending. It's just all action, all he, dumb shit.
0: He goes under the water and the lights turned on, like in the yeah. cinema. It was just <laughs> get the fuck out.
3: Yeah, he, he kills the end guy, puts a scuba suit on, and just dives in the water and then finishes, like Fair 30 enough. seconds after.
0: I went home and watched the Meg 2 immediately afterwards, <laughs> and it was seamless. It was a seamless transition. It was as this, if this, those two movies were together.
1: <laughs> I just I, I can't. I feel like I need to support Jason Statham because I loved Snatch. And um, was he in Lockstock oh. Lock, and Two soaking Barrels as well?
3: No, he wasn't. He wasn't in the oh, scene. Okay, it was
1: just in Snatch. How uh, long were
3: those sausages, Turkish? Yeah, oh, yeah. And,
1: like, I, I just I can't believe he's just turned into a, just like the new Steven Seagal.
0: See. But he he was in Expendables Four, right? Like Expendables Four is worse than Beekeeper. It is terrible. Yeah. It is there's it's, no, there's no good, redeeming. Qualities. There's no good parts of it. But Statham was incredible in it. He looked head and shoulders about all the other actors. Like he held his gun like you would hold a gun. Like Vegan <laughs> me, Fox is just doing everything from the hips. Yeah. Like, There's no aiming. She's just like shooting, probably to you know accentuate the hips more, but. You know, at least Statham looked like he was a professional doing things. Yeah. Everyone else was just, like, phoning it in. It was
3: horrible. <laughs> but he certainly mm. did not phone in the biggie, he put no. his effort into that movie as bad as it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, there's gems. There's little bits of, like, really good thought and cinema and, you know, film acting, but it is just a house movie. I've but tried really to hate much. it, and I can't. No, nah. <laughs> It's one of those ones. It's one of the ones that you just have to give a watch at some stage. You see it and you watch it and you go, Yeah, I'm glad I watched it. Okay.
1: Do you guys ever see Undercover Brother? No.
0: Was that Damon Waynes?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think it was might have been That's a few of the is Yeah. But I remember my mate and I, we saw the, sh- the shorts for that. And we're like, Oh, we need to go and see that movie. And I reckon we were two minutes into the movie and we both were like, I think they might have just shown us the best bits in the shorts. Yeah. Um, and we sat through that movie, and it was the same thing. We were like, "We'll never watch that movie again." However, to this day, we still quote lines from that movie to each other. <laughs> so, very memorable. Yeah, for all the wrong reasons.
3: Anyway, so Apri probably got nothing to do with Beekeeper, but worth a look. Eh? <laughs> worth a look. Good game. Very enjoyable. Yeah, um, watch watch the very- Beekeeper, and then go play Apri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saturday. Or play
0: Apri in the cinema. While watching Beekeeper. Yeah. But you'd miss all the plot nuances. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't any of those. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Hey, is Avery a stone, game? It is. It is. Yeah. It is. I haven't seen too much about it.
2: It's got a pretty cool, funky looking box. Uh, with a space big space bees, right? Space bee, yeah. It's a big space bee. I got to be mm. in an astronaut suit.
1: No, um, yeah, very enjoyable. Who's who's um, who's going for wormspan? Speaking of Stone games, no, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 uh, was, no. was the world asking for that? I don't know. Like, it seems a bit strange, but I think I mean because they did
0: Libertalia and they were probably pretty successful with the reboot, well, rehash of that. Even
1: though that was good, I
3: was don't. Didn't Elizabeth Hargraves do that um, butterfly one and didn't go land so well?
1: Mariposas. No. Mariposa. That wasn't through, through Stonemeyer though. But no, but that um, was her
3: follow up game after Wingspan. But
1: well, she's just yeah. done the Fox experiment, which everyone's raving about as well. So she might she might have hit again there. But the, the Wormspan one, like it's just Wingspan for dragons. I mean, I'd give it a go. Like Wingspan's fine enough. Apparently, it adds a few extra things. But I just like. I, I don't know if anyone was jumping up and down going, we wish we had dragons in Wingspan, but no. Oh, I think, I think
2: originally that's what they were all talking about when Wingspan first came out. Everyone was saying this would be really cool as dragons. Yeah, oh, right, um, okay. And, you know, I think they must have all collected Pokemon
0: cards too, but um, <laughs> it's not, no, I just went, no,
2: that's not for me. It's a hard no.
0: I hope one of the food choices is birds. <laughs> 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 and
3: eggs.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, it was hilarious. I was watching, I was, I was reading a bit of a thread about it, and there, a massive debate was going on about dragon eggs on what, you know, different colors of dragon eggs and what. I'm like, you, this is ridiculous. I can't, like, I can't believe I was wasting my time reading the thread. But then I found myself, I was sucked in. I was like, I can't believe they're actually debating this <laughs> stuff.
1: Um, I'm going to do a bit of a callback to when G-Money was talking about um, Nucleum. I read a thread on BGG today that I was just losing my shit at. So they're bringing out an expansion to Nucleum and it's based in Australia um, because Nucleum is all about mining and specifically uranium, but also other mining. And obviously Australia is a pretty decent world power when it comes to mining. Um, and also it, it apparently it adds bringing shipping lines in because that's how all the coal and stuff gets out of Australia, right, on, on, on the ships. And some dude has started a thread on BGG where he's like, um, I need to ask some questions about the map because you haven't included Canberra, which is the nation's capital. And I don't know whether he's trolling or not. I think he might be trolling because he finishes it off with Man from Canberra was his sign off. Um, and then, like, a few people were quick to point out that Nucleum is set in a time before Canberra existed. Um, and then he went on and he's like, No, no, Canberra's been a place, it's been a locality for many years before it was a city and explain to the whole history of how long it's been there and all the rest. And I'm like, all right, so his argument is that it should be there. So Canberra should be there in a game that's set before it was a city in a landlocked area that doesn't do any mining in a game about mining where it adds shipping trails <laughs> into the game. But he is Adam, And even David Turchie got on there and was like... Um, I think you need to do your research because, you know, your timelines are all out. And he's like, oh, I think you should find out the blah." And he was, I was like, this is fantastic. Uh, I just, BGGs is the gift that keeps giving sometimes. like, Who has the time for that shit, honestly? <laughs> man from Canberra. Yeah. Man from Canberra. <laughs> man from Canberra, well done. Canberra, man. Uh, far I've just I've just added it to the chat because I've still got it open. I just realised. Oh. <laughs> it's,
0: it's probably Peter it's, Dutton's.
1: Person from Canberra. That's his his, person person from Canberra. And his response to David Turtsy is, hi, David. Your so-called facts are incorrect. The location (laughs) and settlement of Canberra was first used in about 1820. 1820! (laughs) Exclamation (laughs) mark. It's
3: it's great. great.
1: It's fantastic. Wow.
3: I love anyway. that there is that people that are that passionate about something in the world doing right. things and using their God-given right to type things on a keyboard and express their views.
1: About Canberra, of all places. Be. More well, of done. It. well done.
3: Well yeah. done. And
4: Canberra
1: I apologise if you're one of our four listeners, um, but you've provided us with lots of entertainment and I'm still pretty sure you're trolling, but yeah. if not, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's good either way.
3: He's talking wow. to Canberra. BorderCon's coming up, I think. Right. Is BorderCon the Canberra one or is that Can- CanCon? No, just... CanCon. CanCon's coming up.
2: Yeah. CanCon's coming up. So David Turtsi, I'm sure, man from Canberra, is going to be at CanCon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's going nice. to Get down there. <laughs> bring your so-called facts.
1: <laughs> bring, bring a playtest of the Australia expansion and just not have it. Just have this whole section and just where Canberra would be and just put no man's land there or something yeah. like. Yeah. land. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, just Mad Max. Yeah,
1: man in Canberra land. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, just, I would, I'd
0: cancel the whole thing. I'd burn it all to the ground just because this one guy had a fight with him over the thing.
3: I'm looking at <laughs> New Zealand now. Oh.
4: Yeah. So good.
3: Uh, um, so what's what's uh, 2024 look like for you guys for gaming? Is there, you know, activities or events coming up? Is there games you're particularly keen on? Is well, there... it, it started pretty poorly for me when I f- realised the Ra
0: thing is finished. Yeah. I was, like, really looking forward to that, and then it's, like, over.
1: <laughs> now I've got to go and the try one. and find a copy. The Kickstarter oh, thing's already happened, hasn't it? Like, the Kickstarter
0: for Ra, right?
1: Yeah, but the the edition I've got, it's, it's, it's nice. It's just not as fancy as the fancy-schmancy fancies. Um, but it's, like, it's retail. You can buy it. It's just okay. through 21st century games. I feel like it might have been at Mind Games um, when I was there. I bought it when I was in the US, but um, yeah, it's. I, I feel like okay. I've seen it in Brizzy when I was down. So.
3: Gameology have one G money for two hundred and ten dollars. Two hundred and ten. That's not Check. the one I bought, then. That would Check. be the fancy
2: schmancy Check one. with Joe G money because I reckon Joe had a copy from a leftover Kickstarter.
0: All right, I'll send him a message. Yeah,
2: there you go. I'm selling Joe's games everywhere
0: at the moment. <laughs>
2: Joe
1: appreciates
0: that
1: it. <laughs> It's funny, when um, when Liam was teaching us the game he said, have you played before? I said, no all I know about this game is that at certain points for whatever reason, everyone at the table says, ra ra,' rah and he's like, no they don't <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's nothing about that in the rules, and we've gone through it, he's like but we're putting it in there now. Like We're going yeah. to do that from now on. <laughs> but um, there's definitely nothing about that in the rules. I'm like, oh, there you go.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity, yeah. though, if it's not in there. Oh, so. For sure,
4: yeah.
2: I'm looking forward to uh, Steam Power coming out in Kickstarter in, I think it's Feb, from Mr. Wallace. That's a mm. really good game. He played it a few times. Very enjoyable.
4: Uh, I saw
3: there was a bit of a thread that I was actually reading through, Shane, around a new brass expansion and or new version. Scotland? Oh, well, it didn't actually say, but yeah, no. it said Roxley. Roxley were working on yeah, a new yeah. brass. Yeah, Scotland. Yeah. Brass Scotland. What,
1: what are they going to be mining? Just like angry people? <laughs> yes.
2: Sorry. you got to make That's, haggis. got to make haggis. Worse, yeah. Haggis.
1: People complaining about the weather. I don't know.
0: Scotch. There you go. Whiskey. Yeah, Yeah, I guess it makes sense. (laughs) Whiskey trade. Makes sense. Didn't they invent curling, Scotland?
3: Uh... I have no idea. Curling I can... the ice thing where the yeah. brooms, I thought yeah. that was Canada. That feels like a Canada thing. Hang
1: on. So I know it's not curling. Canada's national sport because that's lacrosse. I learned that at a trivia yeah. game.
3: It was
0: for- so. formed in Scotland. First recognised curling clubs were formed in Scotland ah. in the 19th century. <laughs> right. So it's all curling, so, whiskey, and haggis. That's what's in it. Right.
1: I just realised I've managed to offend Canberra and Scotland in five minutes. So good uh-huh. job, Steve. Let's build that Sorry. 2024 audience.
3: Just another 245 <laughs> countries
1: to go, Steve. <laughs> yes. There's a game
2: There's a game actually of his that's getting a bit of a buzz at the moment and I didn't see anything about it called Chaos Cove. Have you guys heard or seen that? No. no there's a lot of people raving about it out there. Um, but I think it went to Kickstarter but didn't do that well. Um, but I, I can't find it. I can't find how to get onto it. Um, but a lot of people are saying that's a game they're really looking forward to in 2024.
1: Um, actually, Shane, you're the, you're the Martin Wallace collection man. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's a new Cthulhu yeah. game set in the Death May Die universe, which is essentially a reprint of A Study in Emerald. Study in Emerald, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is interesting because I've never played A Study in Emerald and I was, firstly I looked at it and went, oh, cool, more Death May Die content. Um to throw another five hundred dollars at, um, but um, no, it's not. It's just in that universe, but it's it's literally a study in Emerald. So, what's that game like? Have you have you played yeah, that one?
2: Uh, it's excellent. It's really good fun. Um, if you watch oh, yeah, the dice oh, tower, <coughs> sorry, if you watch the dice tower, um, they are doing a playthrough of the new one with Travis from Simon. Um, okay, and you can actually see them play the whole game. Uh, it looks great. Studied Emerald first edition is not that great. They fixed it in the second edition. I think that's the way it goes. I've got the first. I enjoy the first. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, apparently they fixed the, the issue that's in it in the second edition, but
4: hmm.
2: I haven't found whatever issue that is. I don't go searching. It's like, you know, a few acres of snow. Apparently there's a massive issue in that game. I don't hmm. want to look it up because then as soon as I know it, it's going to be hard yeah, yeah. to unknow it.
1: So it's like apparently um, tapestry's imbalanced, but I'm so poor at it i haven't found the i haven't found the strong factions yet so.
3: mm-hmm. but uh no they, um just done a redo for all of the faction balancing stuff yeah right you can literally like buy a pack now and update all your stuff yeah um
2: so yes no it's uh jump on it are they you can jump on Simon and pre-order it as well yeah it's it's yeah. not expensive,
1: neither. Yeah, it's, I didn't think it was too bad. And that's nah, around about seventy you, bucks. You did get five extra characters for yep. Death May Die, but yep. um Yeah. And obviously Simon clearly pay a lot for like um Facebook marketing because I see that all the time now. Yeah. And I never see usually you never see board game content because I don't know, maybe they're just not making enough money to pay for ad marketing, but Simon definitely do, that's for sure. <laughs> and I think in our southeast
2: seeing. Queensland group, mate, if you jump in there, we've got a group going that are going to do a group buy on it.
1: Oh, so. uh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, because the shipping was – I did jump in and the shipping was like nearly as much as the game, so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
2: Um, but no, it's, um, I have 24 of his games, so just a few. I have two. <laughs> They're both very good. Yeah, uh, so I think my favourite at the moment of his. I mean, I've got uh, Bloodstones come through, uh, which is really good. But um, Discworld Unk Morpok would have to be one of my favourites of his mm. so far, or an Anti Narking either. Or Discworld's a little bit more quirky.
4: A uh,
2: lot of take that in it, and um, you can be a real arsehole in the game. It's great
1: fun. As far as um, year goals go, Dave, I haven't really set any like goals of games, but what we have done is with uh, Joe and his wife um, up in Emerald here, Helen and I have started a, a, um, a, like a legacy game regular meetup. At the moment, it's on Saturday afternoons, and we started with Ticket to Ride Legacy, which has been awesome. So we played the first three um, modules of that, I guess um and it's really fun like it's like you know it's a ticket to ride so the longest it goes for is about 30 minutes 45 minutes everyone knows how to play there's something in that too about sinning down to a big legacy game and everyone just already knowing what to do like mm. there's no, yeah, no yeah. way you just got to say okay these are the two things that happen in this game that are different to the normal game let's go um that was awesome um, so we're just getting to the point where things are getting a little bit different, and there's this really cool like underlying story which isn't that big of a deal at, at the moment, but you can just tell is going to play a major role later on in the story, which is pretty cool. Um, and then we'll just move on from that. When that's done, we'll probably go into like uh, Legacy of Gravehold, Aeon's End, or something, and just keep going until we can, you know, actually do these legacy games that we've both got sitting on our shelves unplayed.
2: So you want. Yeah, you're right. We've been um, every fortnight on a Thursday. Myself, Lucky Phil, Pastor Nick and Andy. I've um, been playing uh, Pandemic Legacy Season Zero. Oh, nice. Making our way through that. That's been excellent. It's good fun. Really enjoying that. I look forward to my fortnight Thursday nights. That will continue on in 2024. Um, then we'll just have our regular events at the, the ferret. And uh, at the community place, they'll continue. And wherever else our community decides to pull up events this year, we've got BrisCon in twenty twenty four on May fourth
3: or fifth and fifth.
4: So,
0: be a good year.
3: How's frost saving going, g Um.
0: Oh, I think I'm. If I think I'm, I'm just delaying the ending now. Wow. Like I'm just finishing off other stuff now, like side quests and stuff like that. I think I think I've got like the last part of it. I've done all the I've done all the puzzle book and everything now. So I think I've got the last missions just to finish off. So
1: I got a I got a Facebook notification, G money, that a year ago today was when I started playing Frosthaven with Raf. Nice.
0: So you,
1: you've you've nearly finished the game in that year, and I think it's on yeah. mission four.
0: I think it took me the better part of because I played in bursts, do like Ooh. a year or, or sorry like a, a a cycle at a time. Yeah, um, but yeah, I remember. There's it's yeah. There's lots of good stuff. Like got nothing but praise for it. I think it's it's heating up in the in the rankings now. I think it's jumping up a bit. It's in like the top something. I think in BGG. I'll go and have a look.
3: The top something.
0: Yeah, I think it was in like the top fifty or something last time I was looking. But I might, I might just see it in places that
3: it's not there. I just see it there <laughs> <laughs>
1: when I close my eyes. I just. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I just had a look before. So Martin Wallace, an abridged version of Martin Wallace's notable games, had fifty-five games on it. Right. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't have the full list that produced games. I think it's that's like yeah, hundred
0: and forty two games,
3: isn't it? Man, it's
0: prolific.
2: Hundred and forty two games I think you yeah. know. Something it's...
0: like that. It's at thirty eight at the moment, Frosthaven. Wow Yeah, that's um, that's slider. Yeah. It's it's yeah, and I think it's it was like in the thousands before that. Um I don't know if it'll I don't think it'll go as high as Gloomhaven ever did because it didn't doesn't really do anything revolutionary. It just everything Ooh. about it is better. Like it just does everything better. It doesn't really do anything new.
1: Do you think it feels to me like it's it's a game that is made for fans of Gloomhaven? Like I don't think it's gonna bring anyone into the hobby. Or not into the hobby, but no one's gonna go, Oh yeah, I'll just play Frosthaven. Like it almost it's almost just made for people who have either yeah. done Gloomhaven, mm. even Jaws of the Lion, it's a bit of a jump to go from Jaws of the Lion to that.
0: It's it's um, almost unplayable like in terms of the admin and the effort and everything you got to put into it hmm. like it's just the amount of energy and stuff it takes like some missions you know it takes you like it could take you 6 hours to play a mission you fail on the last turn yeah. like great yeah. now i have to play that again
1: yeah and yeah it's and, a and it's it come a back lot. to town and and, yeah. and that i got to go do like, that and the the come back to town thing was hard for not hard but it was kind of like because if you know, we as you know, we play Gloomhaven a lot. So the, the you know, the actual playing of the game in Frosthaven made enough sense because we've done stuff like that before. But because I've only played a handful of missions, I just felt like, okay, I'll get the rule book out now. What can I do in the winter? What can't I do? You know, when does this when do I do this? When do I do that? And and you could just see like and I'm playing with Raph, and I could just see that he was so like happy with finishing the mission. And then was kind of like, cool. Where's the next mission? And I'm like, well, hang on. Mm. We've got to go and do all this other stuff first before we can even get to the next mission. You know? Yeah. We um, got to go
0: back and then build buildings and activate buildings and then figure out if yeah. you want to make potions and yeah, do all those other things and then yeah, so which it's, is like, cool. It.
1: But yeah, you got to be looking for that, which I don't think anyone off off the street would be looking for that. So it's nah, it's so
0: much work. At least for at least for me, like just for one dude playing mm. four handed. Solo. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, it's a lot of work. But um, the characters were all phenomenal. Um, missions were pretty much, for the most part, not better, but more balanced. And,
1: yeah, I just, yeah, it was fantastic.
0: But if they ever make a digital copy of it, holy shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's almost I, worth holding out for. It, oh, this. just, yeah, never play yeah. it
0: unless it's on, like, a digital copy <laughs> unplayable otherwise, like, yeah.
1: (laughs) What about you, Dave? You posed the question, but what have you got going on this year? No,
3: I'm I'm struggling a bit to try and sort of find the passion and get back into it. I'm,
4: you know,
3: minimising my kickstarters and my purchasing. I'm trying to sort of downsize a little bit. So, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying playing the few games that we did. I managed to get through the Dead Reckoning campaign, which I really enjoyed, and I think there's another couple there um, for this year. I'd be keen to crack out a bit more John Company and um, maybe a few other games that I'd be – that I've sat on my shelf in Shrink for a little while, like High Frontier or um, you know, something like that. Like, Yeah, I'm just sort of at, at a weird spot in the hobby where it's a lot of effort and energy to try and get out some of those bigger games. And you know things like Voidfall, where we put in – two or three days worth of effort just to be able to play the game once. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get that one back out again anytime soon. But,
4: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, a lot more like digital versions of games, like the June Imperium app's really good and we have played a bit of that. Um, heaps of BGA, the TI app that's just started up. So, yeah, I, I think I'm still going to play a whole bunch of games that I might struggle to get board games to the board game table a little bit more. But there's pl- still plenty. I've still got, you know, 100 games in shrink that I need to probably get out at some stage. I just have a look at the BGG list. I didn't realise Arc Nova was now number four. Yeah,
1: and it's been that high for ages. Yeah, it'll probably jump into the top two soon, I reckon.
0: People love that. Did you guys see the top 100 Dice Tower list? Yeah. That that thing? I thought it was pretty... I liked. I only watched the top 10. I didn't watch all the rest. But um, their number one games were cool. I reckon that was that was super interesting. At first of all, I was and like, they all oh. had new ones. Yeah, all new ones. And first of all, I was like, that's bullshit. Like those games, are, yeah, they're good. But like, come on. And then I realised they must play so many games that these are the ones that they actually enjoy the most. Yeah. Uh, and that, and then it kind of clicked, and I was like, yeah, that that makes perfect
1: sense. It, it, it's funny, like I found and similar to what you were saying, Dave. I went through a phase a bit similar to you probably a couple of years ago where I just – like I remember there was there was one month in February where I, I think I played three games the whole month. Um, and it was just – I just didn't want to get anything to the table. I didn't want to learn any new games. I've done a lot of learning of games and I was just – I was over it. Um, and that's probably still carried on to now. I'm, I'm not looking – I'm not looking for big games to play. And I think when we did our top 13s, I was, I think I might've mentioned that a lot of the bigger, longer games have just dropped right out of my list because yeah, I, I often, I, you know, I blame my wife sometimes and say, Oh, she doesn't like playing the longer games, but it's not that I don't like playing longer games. I just, it's easier to throw a game on the table. That's over in 45 minutes and pack it up and put it away uh, as opposed to something that's going to take three hours. And, um, that's why I spent the money on Castles of Burgundy because it's, it's a beautiful production and you're paying a lot of money for all this plastic. And where previously I'd be like, well, it's not, it's not, there's not enough game there to spend that kind of money, you know, like something like dwellings, which is huge. I think I I may have, I think I may have mentioned this in the past. I'm not sure, but dwellings is excellent. One of my favorite games of all time, but I rarely play it because it takes a while
4: where,
1: where, where I'm, I'm going to see those Castles of Burgundy components way more often because it's a shorter game, easier to teach and easier to just throw out and get it straight into. Like, It's almost changed my whole perception on what I want to spend my money on. I want to kind of spend it on short, sharp experiences rather than the big, long, epic games.
2: You're right because um, dwellings, you need the right group to play it with too. And yeah. if you found a group to play it and they enjoy it, you just want to bring it out with that group all the time. But that group may not meet that regularly. Um, yeah. But we played Coffee Traders um, over the break and um, played it at full player count. And um, it was a great game. The, I haven't played that game for about two years because, again, you didn't have the right people to play that game with. Um, so similar to, you know, I've got Dwellings here. I haven't played Dwellings since... I think it was my birthday a couple of years ago with Dave, um, but I really enjoyed playing Dwellings. So,
3: but yeah, you're right, Uh, I'm just finding, like, especially with the Kickstarter, a lot of it is bigger, fancier versions of existing games or, you know, updates and and additional reprints with some extra stuff. Um, I'm not getting as excited about the brand new games and I'm a bit sort of burned and a bit less risk tolerant Mm. of chucking two or 300 bucks and waiting two years on a a new untested IP. But also I don't really want to chuck two or 300 bucks on a game that I've got 90% of already.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, just for me, it's sort of sitting in that spot of, I think i am probably got enough at the moment. I probably need to still trim and downsize a little bit um, and focus more on what I actually want to play and what I end up wanting to play tends to not be palatable or be able to be played very often, things like barrage and pipeline and TI and dwellings and yeah. those bigger sort of experience games more.
2: I'm going down the pathway of you know I used to buy games left right and center because of the you know the old foMO, but now I'm really being really selective on well, am I going to like that game? No, move on. forget the foMO um, like Ark Nova.
4: I actually don't like the game. Oh, it, I bought yeah.
2: it, sold <laughs> it, sold it to Helen. Don't like it. <laughs>
3: yeah. I I find that with Ark Nova, the more I play it, the more I like it.
1: To be honest, the, the reason I, I love Ark Nova too, it's it's I, I think it's fantastic, but again, it's long. And now I've got Earth, and Earth it scratches a similar itch. Not yeah, I think Ark Nova's probably a better game, but. Earth is simultaneous play. Like you play, five play a five-player game, it's over in 45 minutes. Again, it's it's going to hit the table way more often because it can. It's, it's you know, what's the other game? It's like, you know, same with Wingspan. You sit down and play a five-player game of Wingspan, you'll never want to play Wingspan again.
3: <laughs> but seven-hour game of Wingspan. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but, you know, Earth is comparable to Wingspan as well. It's comparable to Terraforming Mars. And you sort of go, all of those games, except with the exception of Wingspan and lower player counts, but Terraforming Mars... Arc Nova. They're both long games. And then you've got this other version, which may or may not be depending on who you are. It may or may not be as good, but it's pretty, you know, it scratches a similar itch and you're done in less than an hour. It's, it's hard to, it's, it's and, and, you know, again, like that game of last light that I played, we played a six player game of that at the game day and we were done. That was a teach a play everything in, a, in about an hour and 10 minutes. And, I mean, that was two days after we played an 11-hour game of TI4. And there's there's definitely things in TI4 that happen that don't happen in in Last Light, for sure. But again, it's kind of a similar feel and it scratches that itch. You don't have to wait once a year to do it. You can do it every other week. Mm -hmm. And, you
2: know, if you had Eclipse, TI4 or Last Light, what would you pull out and play? You'd pull out Last Light because
1: you know it's going to be done a lot quicker. Yeah, you don't have to plan for it, you don't have to organise meals around it and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. But then again, like you probably put it third out of those three games as far as what your favourites are. Yeah. But you'll probably play it fifteen times more.
4: Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And they've all got their time. Like they're all different. T I's a ten hour and eclipses are three hour and last Light's are one hour. Like you mm. depending on how you feel and who the people are and yeah, you know, what the experiences you're seeking. Like that T I experience that that doesn't come around no,
4: very
3: often, you can't replicate that in a one hour game as much as the game might be similar and, and might go quickly and you might enjoy it just as much like it's, it's all the other shit that goes along with it and the, the stories I've, I've never encountered a game that gives you those longevity in
1: the stories That's for sure T. I. I, I
3: agree with that I'll always play that
1: anyway. that probably rounds us up eh
3: yeah, other, that's that's a solid hour and ten minutes plus of talking about board games.
1: Yeah, with with a with a, with a little uh, beekeeper nugget in there as well.
3: It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, worth it.
2: It was worth it. It's very good chatting to you guys again. they
1: Yeah. Well, um, let's see. Let's hope we can get this episode out in twenty twenty four and to to many more this year, hopefully. I um, oh, I've got my new la- I got my new computer now. I'm all set up, so editing will actually be a lot quicker and more enjoyable. So, uh, yeah, hopefully this will get out within a week of it being recorded, which is uh, unheard of.
3: Yeah, don't want don't to set up that time. expectation there. Never do it.
1: No, we, we haven't said when we recorded this, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah,
3: last we recorded this yeah. three days ago, February the second. Yeah. <laughs>
0: 2025
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're getting it out in 2024 because that's
1: how good we are cool all right well uh, it's been a pleasure folks and we'll uh, I guess we'll we'll stop it there and catch up on the next episode sounds
2: great see have you a folks great. have a great one